Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And all the world is football shape. It's just for me. All right, welcome to the show. I'm Stephen Brand. I am host of the L Card Podcast, brought to you by Global Scars. I'm unfortunately this week without Keith Kokinda. He had to step away for some family issues, and hopefully, coming online within the next couple minutes is um, Dr. J. You hear him? Not not the basketball player, Dr. J. I'm, I'm sure our doc, sure this doctor um, jumped to. Um, he is the he is the co-host of Smell the Gloves on on Hail Hail Media, and I have drafted him in because I've wanted to have him on for a while, and I've wanted to I've wanted to talk I've wanted to just a sec. Anyway. Anyway, it seems like we're having some issues with Doc right now. I will uh, put. Anyway, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Celtic. We're going to talk about U.S. national team. We're going to talk about various other things. And hopefully, Doc. Hopefully, if Doc is listening, Doc will call into the actual other podcast. Hello, Doc. Excuse me here while I try to get him on. Well, it looks like I have had some problems with getting my co-host on for for a bit. Um hopefully if you're listening to this doc you can um call into the show. I'm gonna dial him and throw him online right here. saw you call my phone, I was like, great, I gave him the... Oh, it's my fault. I'll when tell I, you, explain it later. Yeah, uh, yeah well, oh, I know you have that big bottle of wine sitting right next to you, so I can't can't exactly let you let you go too much, because there's been many times I've popped open a beer on this and completely forgotten for the show, but 
Anyway, I wanted to have I wanted to have Doc on for a bit. So he he's the only person from this podcast that I've actually met. People don't realize this. I've never met Keith. I've never met anybody that's part of this except for Doc. So anyway, we're having him on because I do want to get the chance to talk about Celtic, and you haven't done anything other. You haven't done a podcast this week, and I just I love you and Paulie on air. I did, I get to I listen to you guys when I'm when I'm going to the market, so it's just interesting. So. <laughs> listen, man, we try we try to make it fun. There's there's a lot of and and trust me, uh, from a Celtic perspective, there's a there's a there's some negativity out there right now, and and, and as it should be. I mean, we're not really in the strongest positions, but uh, we try we try and at least make it fun. So I mean. I'm tired of, you know, doom and gloom. We try to make doom and gloom and at least a little laughter. Yeah, exactly. That's about, and I was going to bring this up with you, too, because the whole hubbub when I was tweeting you this morning about the not-authentic podcasts and all of this is that one of the things I see with media, and you can probably broaden my horizon on this, is that just the overall negativity regardless of, of the regardless of what's out there, and I, I when I when I sat down to talk to you, you seem like a very positive person in and of yourself. I mean, that's got to be interesting now that you're on the other side doing casting to sit at to watch people just lose their mind over stuff, thinking that they are the manager. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. And and I'm one of those people too. I mean, I'm one of those people that listen to our boy Gus on Fox, and like a bunch of us would absolutely lose our head and go, "You got to be kidding me! This guy is out of control." And is there a reason why he's screaming like this? Please, oh my God! And you got to turn it down. It's like, dude, yeah, okay, he scored a roller in the Champions League final. That doesn't mean it was a screamer, and it doesn't mean it was a top ten goal. It was just a goal from Arjun Robin. It didn't mean that you had to blow out three vocal cords on the way to, to call the game. And I think oh, that's probably where it is. You mean enthusiasm? You know, you know exactly what I mean. But, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, as, as Americans it, looking looking into the world of, we'll call it football, for, for lack of a better word, I mean, yeah. people think we know nothing. And it has nothing to do with knowing nothing. I mean... I mean, I've watched it ever since. I I remember, you know, I remember, you know, I I went to go see the Cosmos as a kid, and I mean Pele and Canalia and all those people. So, I mean, I was one of the seventy thousand at Giant Stadium back in the seventies, and I mean that puts me in company with everyone else and played it all through. And my son plays it now, and I still try and work with him. And and you know, it's one of those things that you just got to look at and say, come on, really? Is it, is it just because I'm American doesn't mean I don't know anything? But uh, that's, yeah. that's one side. If you want to talk about that, but I mean, from a Celtic supporter side, there's a there's a part of it, and and Paul and I have gone through this on our on our Small the Globe podcast. That you know, it's one of those things that you know we talk about it, and it's pretty funny because you know what do Glaswegians think, especially of the of the green of the green tint? What do they think of of an American talking about it? And when I was on with Grammy, I know you've had Grandma before, but I was on Graham show for a little while with the same exact thing. Graham would have that conversation all the time over, over, over Twitter. Like, what, what the hell do you know, you damn yank, or things like that. So, you know, the, when you, it's it's still different. If we're going to talk about MLS and 
and and and U.S. national team, cool. We can all have our opinion. As soon as we talk, start talking, I know you're a Liverpool fan to a certain extent. So, I mean, you, know, you start talking about Liverpool, and all of a sudden you get the Liverpoolians in there, and they want to go ahead and have a go at you because what the hell do you know? You're American. But, I mean, yeah, back in the 70s and 80s, if you wanted to say that, sure. Today, God, I probably see more live games than they have access to. So, you know, as far as, far as cable TV goes and, and the contract that NBCSN has here. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the funny thing that Keith and I point out about it. And this all spurned from, and I don't know, do you listen to um, Soccer Morning at all? On which channel? It's on, it's on, it's on, it's on, it's on the computer. It's on NAS. It's uh, oh, um, kind of a, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, no, I haven't had a chance to. No, not really. Yeah, the, the, this part I thought you were talking morning. about the serious, the serious show that was on, that's been on, whatever that show is, on yeah. Soccer Morning. So, well, yeah, the football show's been on in some form for, God, it, 10 years at least. That's what, That was with um, Georgia. It was the original lineup for that, um, Charlie was talking about, the original lineup for that show was supposed to be him, Eric Cantonar, and Giorgio Canalia. There you go. Yeah, but the only problem is Cantonar wouldn't do it unless if it was taped, because he had to listen to himself to make sure he sounded smart. <laughs> oh, <that was laughs> the chances of that happening are zero. Yeah, because Cantonar is Cantonar is completely freaking crazy by the way. No, this this fun guy this morning is that so apparently people are loving the fact that. Um, Michael Davies and Roger Bennett are back on TV, and I have a long-standing hatred of them. I have a long-standing hatred of the Brits over here. I mean, Keith had to back me down off the ledge on one episode when I was, I was saying that was the death of the sport where ESPN basically for the um, for the World Cup brought over brought over every failed or everybody that has an accent, and I was I was pointing out here I can name about ten people that are American. That aren't from another country that can do this, can do this. And I mean, I, I, yeah, I yeah, was but, you know, out. Stephen. You know, I don't have a problem with that. Then the reason why I don't, I didn't have a problem with it, and I and I get you to a certain extent that there has to be, for our TV culture, a little bit of Americanization. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, we didn't get really on a break. We already gave them McDonald's and KFC, so it's okay if we have, if we take their 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 soccer announcers. It's okay. So I mean. <laughs> You know, if you if you look at it, I mean, you look at it, for me, JP Tell Camera, I love him, but he's on, he, but he's on BN, and you know, or Fox or whatever he's on now, he's not coming back over. I mean, unless they're going to share these guys. And as far as I'm concerned, it's like JP is it for me. I've loved, him. I love, I always loved him. And after that, I, I mean, the rest of American soccer broadcast is absolute shit. And God forbid Alexi Lawless get on the fucking TV or radio. God, oh. But anyway, well, I, I digress. They, I, I have this. I, I, they, they did a um, broad. One of the podcasts did a whole thing about who, whose contracts are up, coming up for because now that now that Gus Johnson is gone, thank God. I mean, Fox doing that was that was a slap to the face of all soccer, soccer dumb and people that are doing podcasts and all. And they were talking about the two of the people that are up most re within the most recent time because Fox again the Fox is getting it next year is Lawless's contract is up with ESPN like within a month. With like Lawless and Twelman are up within the next month and they're 
with Lawless living in L.A., he'll end up at Fox. That's just going to happen. But the main reason I did want to have you on was about Celtics. Obviously, I don't get to talk a lot about it because we, we like to hit <laughs> on everything. We get to, we don't like to be a one-club one podcast because Keith would be a Manchester United podcast if he if I gave him the steering wheel for this show. Which, oh, can we, can anyway. we get Keith a little love real quick before you move on? Yeah, of course. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So, Keith, if you're listening, this is for you. I saw today that there has been an FBI investigation into death threats against Glazier when he first bought the team back in the mid-2000s. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. That's not a surprise. Soccer fans are fucking crazy to begin with. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, I understand. Listen, no one here in the U.S. goes crazy when you know when Japanese or Brits buy banks. I mean, come on, relax, chill. But anyway, no, I I, I saw that today, and I know I've listened to podcasts before. I know Keith's a big Manchester United fan, and I was just I was reading this, going, "Wow, that was really." Yeah, we had people calling the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, you know, uh, uh, home saying, "Hey, you know, we, you know, Glazer better watch out." Like he's worried about some dude sitting calling from a basement in rainy Manchester. You realize? I mean, you gotta understand this guy Glazer for what he's got as far as what he's done and everything else. Please, you couldn't you couldn't find him if you tried. He's probably in some private villa somewhere at the time this happened. By the way, before he had the strokes and everything else, in somewhere in some you know some villa somewhere in in Hawaii. That you know, that, anyway, or, or God knows where, but nowhere near Tampa Bay. Let's just put it that way. Oh, and then, then, then that goes that goes to show the thing that is over there is that a lot of they, a lot of these owners are just completely crap. I mean, the Watford owner has just fired his fifth manager in a month. Leeds is going through crap again. I mean, they're more they're. They're more screwed up than the than the Minnesota Vikings are in the NFL, and that 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 says it. Well, they're like the manager in four years or something. Yeah, for, yeah, the, no, they, no, they're no fourth manager in a month at, at Watford. <laughs> they have, yeah. Think of think about that. Now, I mean, you and I, you and I saw all the. All the permutations and the hatred when um, Neil Lennon left, and uh, what was going to happen there. And we have Roy Keane writing another book. That's another issue I oh. have. These freaking athletes writing more and more books. I mean, my God. I mean, I'm seeing right here. Kenny Dagley says two books out. His second book is the same thing, except for it has a chapter on it about him coming back. I mean, how many? I mean, Pele's got seven, for God's sake. Yeah, let's talk about Roy for a second. Let's talk about Roy for a second. Okay, Roy, if you're listening to this or if anyone knows Roy, record this and then let him hear this. Roy, join the club. The PLC didn't give a shit about you because you didn't feel wanted. They don't care about us either. So let's all be united in the hatred of the PLC or the or the you know the of the ownership of the club. I, I, I come on, I don't feel sorry for these people. I don't feel sorry for them, and I couldn't give two blanks about whether or not he's in, he's mad at us or he's mad at the club or anything. Listen, you got you have the dream job. Take it or leave it. Be done with it. But wait, if you decide to leave, just go on your merry way. I don't need to hear your 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 the you know your innards about oh this is what I feel and how much I'm loved and I should want this. Shut up. 
So we all want to feel loved in our job, but unfortunately some of us don't. So you know what? If you don't feel loved because you didn't get the chance to go ahead and negotiate a little bit about whether or not someone paid for your Audi or not, please piss off. I don't want to hear that. As far as him taking the job or not taking the job, whatever. He didn't take it. So, I mean, if he didn't take it, dude, jog on. As, as, as Paulie and I say on Spokedown, this, this is a total jog on. I don't want to hear him bullshit about him taking the job or not being offered the job with quote-unquote love. Shut up. Ugh. He's one of those. Uh, I, I, I talked about this on, a, on another show I do in um, Chicago is that Athletes need to be stroked. And it's kind of like when they get into they get into the media. They want to they want to feel good about themselves. I mean, Celtic in and of itself. I mean, I can I I wear, you saw it. I wear a Celtic jersey to work for God's sakes, and people know <laughs> what it is. I mean, I wear I wear a sixty seven to I wear a Wisden Lions sixty seven jersey to work. I'm completely crazy, but that's a whole other issue. But people know of it, and this whole—I have ripped—I have ripped the board on a number of different podcasts and different blogs. I mean, as you see, you've been following me, Doc, for God, I think three years at this point. I mean, I've probably written for twenty-five to thirty different blogs at this point, and at the same point, I, I, the, the problem I'm having with this—and you—you're you a little. You're a, I'm not going to say a better Celtic fan. You're a little bit more in depth than I am. Is that it? It's it's like people are scared nowadays to spend money. They saw the they saw the world completely lose it, and if they spend any money, they're afraid to go down. Well, big people don't get powerful and rich by by holding back and not doing anything. If you don't take if you don't take the bait or t- or take the try hard, you're not gonna get anything. And that's this constant downsizing and it's not only a selfish problem, this is happening all over all all over all over football is gonna be ruin it is gonna ruin the game. It's it's gonna ruin it. You're gonna have people my age and I'm young that are gonna go, you know what, screw it. I'm out of here. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I, I hate the word downsizing. And the reason why I hate the word downsizing is because the universe itself is expanding and money's growing easier and inflation goes up and everything else. I have, I mean, you're going to say downsizing. Eh, I'm not a big fan of that, especially when the bubble hasn't burst yet for the EPL. Okay? So when you talk about Sky Money and the BT Money and the NBC Money coming in and money from India and money from everywhere else – coming into the English game, that, there's no downsizing taking place. Listen, dude, if you're getting 90 million pounds to get kicked out of the EPL, when Celtic get 2.5 for winning the SPFL, the Spiffle, I mean, come on. I mean, there's no downsizing taking place south of the border. Now, as far as I'm concerned, if you were to, if you were to look at what would happen – to Celtic, as far as as far as uh, Dermot Desmond, who's the majority owner, and who's like one of the richest men in Ireland. I mean, if you just say, "Listen, hey, I, I, we know you're a Manchester United fan. It, it's no surprise you happen to know you happen to own Celtic too." Uh, you know, I I think the question would be, you know, what would he do if Celtic, uh, you know, uh, was was allowed to move south, even if they moved up the ranks. 
Even if you said, listen, we'll let you start in whatever league and you got to move your way up. I mean, it, all of a sudden I had this slight suspicion he'd take an interest no different from Abramovich. I mean, if you look at what he's done, he, it's not about him downsizing, it's about him spending his own money. If you look at, like, even, you know, if you look at anyone else it, that's at that top level, minus, of course, if you for you poor Arsenal fans, but everyone else is, is pouring their own money into it. They, millions and millions of dollars, dollars or pounds, and tens of millions of pounds. And and I think right now, as far as Celtic is concerned, I don't think that they're a toy that Dermot Desmond finds to be shiny and, and new and, and cute to play with. I think he sees it as... A, you know, as a sleepy little baby thing, and if it if it wakes up, he just pats it on the ass and it burps and whatever. And if it doesn't, he doesn't care. So you know, as long as it's quiet, he doesn't give a shit about it. As long as it costs the money, he doesn't care. Because the one time he did pump money to the team, they ended up going to a UEFA Cup final. So I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me why this is. It's just other than that's the way he wants it. So I mean, I'm not trying to 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 belittle the man. I mean, I don't know him. But I would say that, you know, if he wanted to put money into it, he totally could. He just doesn't. So, you know, but then again, and I will say this on the other side of it, it's his money, it's his team, and if he doesn't want to put money into it, then that's totally fine. The The fact of the matter is he's got a 60,000-seater stadium and he's going to bring in more money than anybody else by fivefold any, within within Scotland. So, you know, it, it's, his, it's his gig and, and he gets to decide how it works and, and unfortunately – you know, the question becomes, do we do we pay for that? And the answer is totally yes. Well, I mean, we, we are so, I, I am a big proponent of Scottish soccer. I mean, I said, I don't know who I've said it to, but I, I kind of liken it to a, le, a less overrated La Liga, is that the, the, the level of play is decent, and, and it's fun to watch. I, I'm glad that Fox Sports has the SPFL or what the spiffle as you called it has it over here because it's how I got into the sport. Sirius used to have the used to have the Celtic call every Sunday morning, and that's how I used to I used to listen as a being a groundskeeper. I find that it's fascinating that it's over here. I just I just wish these teams would listen to their fans a little bit more. Maybe I'm being naive because a lot of these fans you probably don't want to give a microphone to at all. Oh, no. No, I don't. You know what? Yeah, it's funny you say that. I don't think, I don't think that it, they, don't want to, they don't want to give a microphone. I think the issue is they don't want to be called out, and they don't want to have to give their reasonings. You can go all the way back to, um, you know, before, and if you're a Celtic fan, you know this. If you're not, then you can check it out. You know, there was a time right after, you know, we, we lost to uh, Marabor, and, you know, after, again, you know, the the, indig- the, uh, the indecency of getting pumped by uh, Legia Warsaw, um, something I'll have to live with for the rest of my life, I assume. But the, what, if you look at, you know, what happened with, with Lawwell in this interview afterwards that he had done both with Celtic TV and ITV and STV and all this different stuff, you know, you start looking at it, you're like, okay, let me get this straight. You have these answers, you have these reasons, you have this stuff going on. Okay, cool. I get it. You have your reasons. Let me ask you a question, Peter. Up until now, why haven't you said anything to anybody as far as your reasons? Why did it take 
all of this for you to come out and say something. And I think, Stephen, what you're getting at is, you know, why are they afraid to give, you know, you're saying why, they, why don't they give the microphone to, to people and answer them. They don't want to have to give an answer. They just want to go ahead and say, this is what it is, shut up or take it. Or shut up and take it, or shut up and walk away, one of the two. But the truth of the matter is, is that the, the fans that are here today will be long gone after, for in our sake, Dyla and after Lavo and after everything else, after, hell, after, you know, Dermot Desmond, the, you know, my, my son who wears a, who wears a Celtic, Celtic top in every one of his league games, he's a goalkeeper, our te- the team's colors are red and black, he wears a Celtic top to every game's goalkeeper. And he, he, he comes, he watches the games with me, he, 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 he watches every morning, he'll be long, he'll be there long after. Both of those people are fucking dead. And you know what? He understands what it is. And he understands, and I've made him understand, and even to the point where the book's written by, you know, written by, uh, written by uh, Paul Larkin. I've, I even had Paul write, a, write an inscription, I got one of his first books printed, I had Paul write an inscription in the Max about what it meant to be a Celtic supporter and what it was like in his time as, as Larkin, you know, going through all the cheating with Rangers and everything else, or, you know, the self-care today, or whatever the hell they are. But all that stuff, so Max would have an understanding of what it is. Why? Because I know for a fact he's going to be around a lot longer than the rest of those people. And it's true with any club. It's true with any club. It doesn't matter who you support, whether it's in La Liga or, you know, Liga Max or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Those people are going to be there a lot longer than the supporters, and uh, the supporters are going to be there longer than everybody else. And that's the that's the problem. There's no there's no there's no account. We'll call it this way. There's no accountability. It's not like we'll put it this way. And you know this, and I know this. If you look at American football, you know, you look at the Green Bay Packers. There's no accountability in any of those teams except in the NFL, except for the and except for the Green Bay Packers. Why? Because they're owned by the local community. If you don't like what's going on, you go ahead and you take your vote and you go ahead and get rid of those people. We don't have it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably being completely naive on this, and I'm trying try to be as polite as possible because I. It's, it's, it's one of the reasons why I love to listen to Hail Hail Media and all the all types. I mean, you guys aren't the only ones I listen to. I listen to Paul, which he, which is I wish Paul's books would be longer than 200 pages because he's just a he's just a brilliant writer. I mean. I agree. I've, listened, I've read his last four books, and they've been absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Love it all. Yeah, I, 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 w- I wish I could get over to Glasgow for the uh, for the Astros years. Because that, that I don't want to see. I would love to see it here in Philadelphia, but I think it would need more to go to Glasgow and see to see it after reading the book. To be honest with you, to yeah, I'm with you. It would be. That would be fun, wouldn't it? That would be. But you have to join it. Yeah. Listen, it's my wife's birthday that weekend, so I'm really pushing to be able to go to Philly the first weekend of the first weekend of February to get down there for that. It may cost me a trip to Dominican or something, but I'm, I'm really, really trying to go. So you got to get down for that so we can all get together. Oh, the, the, de- definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it because I definitely do need to see. I do definitely need to meet Seamus because he's he's always been he's always been a oh. good guy on. He's always been a good guy on uh, Twitter, so I'm so yeah. might as well. Might as well. Awesome. I, I know, I know, Paul, I know, Paul and Deco would come and get me in a heartbeat because I mean, well, you know, I'm not your house anyway to go down there. 
Yeah. All decker down right by your house. Get you. Oh, gotcha. Hey, listen, let me, let me ask you a question. Stephen, let me ask you a question. As being, as being a Celtic fan, I want to ask you questions. I want to know, and I don't know if people realize this, that, are, that listen to your broadcast, podcast compared to ours, but there, obviously there's an ethos or a meaning behind the club, behind Celtic. And I, and I want to get your opinion on this. And obviously this, the, the club was, was created for, you know, to, to, to support the, the uh, underprivileged in, you know, the east end of Glasgow as far as the hungry and the children and, and the unemployed and everything else. And that, that was what it was created for. The, hence the whole idea behind, you know, it being a quote-unquote a, a Catholic or Irish club, really more about being a, a club created for those underprivileged. But let me ask a question. Let, let me, if going back to the money conversation, and, and Paul and I talked about this on our last podcast, I want to get your opinion. What would happen to the ethos of the club if for some reason Celtic was allowed to get back to, uh, was allowed to get itself down into England. What do you think would happen to the? Do you think the the charitable aspect of Celtic would remain or increase, or what do you think would happen? Well, considering that they don't pay their, there's that whole zero hour wage that they have on people. I I'm kind of split on this because if you're in, the, I'm sure you've gotten this. If you're an American. And you say you're a Celtic fan, they automatically say, oh, you should go into England because he tells the greatest thing since sliced bread, which it's not, actually. Um, I, think the, I think the explosion of money could be, could be, would change, I don't know if it would change the people, because obviously the, the, the board, they're multi-million, they're millionaires many times over. So, to have, to have the money would help, would help them. I think it would give them more exposure, and despite... I mean, we all know Celtic has <coughs> good exposure here in the States. I think with having that type of money behind them, it would open their areas for bigger development, and they could do better. They could do, like, more reach out for like someone like go going to Africa, going to the Far East. Because that the you as you said, for going down and they they would be one of the they'd be an Aston Villa or a Norwich type of team to start out. They would if they made it up there, they would not it would take them a while to be really good. And it it, it would hurt them significantly for a long time if they went into England and I, I'm so totally against it. Um the money money would be great. The exposure around the world would be great. You'd get to see them on everything. I wouldn't have to look for a dodgy stream every Sunday to look for it, every Saturday or Sunday for it because the Buffalo doesn't have a Celtic bar. We we don't have a Celtic bar, even though we've got many, 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 many Celtic fans here. I mean, the the, G, the GM of the um, NTSL team here in town is a Celtic fan, is a well-known Celtic fan. We don't have a Celtic bar, but we have a Liverpool bar. I think it would. I think it would change it, but I, I think I think soccer has changed from what it was in the 1800s completely. The the, the sport lost its way in 1991 when the money came in, when the money exploded, when 
when Fox came in and made the Barclays Premier League, and you could actually see around the world, let's put money in this. You're seeing teams fall apart that shouldn't fall apart. And I I like the smaller teams. I, I mean, yeah, I like Liverpool and Celtic, and they're not exactly small teams, but I like the home type of feel of teams. And I'll give the point blank. I have contacted six teams to be on this show, point blank, overseas. The only one I have ever heard from is Celtic. Now, that's because I have Willie McNabb's personal email. (laughs) (laughs) He's the only one. And I've I've gone not even just all EPL. Celtic is the only one that gets back. Now, their Celtic TV is brutally expensive, and I'm not going to pay a damn dime for it. But they at least give a crap. It seems like they at least care. Right, but let me ask you this: if they if they got the money from if they got the money from being in the EPL, do you think that would change? I think it would have to change because I think the FA forces it. Because I have noticed with my dealings with Liverpool that it changed significantly about four years ago. Is that I was able to talk to Michael Owen there, not the player. There's a guy behind the scenes, and something changed when um. NBC came in, and it's like they don't deal with their fans unless if they're in Liverpool. Celtics, for God's sakes, how I mean, how would they know me? A guy that does a podcast in in Buffalo, New York. I mean, what the hell do I mean? I mean, I worked I worked on the other side, but no. Willie McNabb makes makes a chance. Um, Jivic Stay has given me the benefit of the doubt, and you can reach to them. I think it would have to legally change because the. Because the FA would force them to. Wow. Yeah, I would uh, listen. Uh, let me tell you something. I, I've met in person and through Twitter and through comments about different different places a group a, a healthy group of Celtic supporters that would absolutely go batshit cray cray if that were to happen. And and I mean to the point where they probably I mean. It, w- it would just be ugly, and you know what? I'm beginning to understand. Like, as and for us, and it's different for us, Stephen. I mean, you and I being born here, under, growing up here, the whole socialistic mentality uh, isn't necessarily what we what we grew up on. I mean, we still you know grew up on uh, of a, on, on a capitalistic society. Whether you believe in 100 percent of it or not, it's still kind of the way your mentality is brought up. And when you start talking to these people. I mean, it's a socialistic society over there. And and as you start to talk to them, you start to realize it's like, you know what, they honestly, not that they believe that because they want a free lunch. They believe that because they believe in the greater good of of their community and the greater good of humanity, which is different from the way we think of it. That's not just a Celtic thing. That is a Scottish thing for the most part. And it's really, really interesting because I think that if, if, if something were to change, and, and I'm of the opinion that the money would change them, I, I truly am. And it, it's one of those things that I, 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 I almost would rather, and Paul and I talked about this, I would almost rather they didn't. And he said that he hopes they don't. And, and I kind of, looking at, looking at it, you know, a week or two after the conversation that we had, it, or two weeks after the conversation, I got to agree with him. 
I got to agree. I really don't want that to happen. I'd rather, I'd rather Celtic be a backwater. It'll be a backwater SPFL, you know, league than being the than being the EPL, and to you know, you know, be a team that every once in a while did beat Barcelona and absolutely wear that on my chest, than be, I don't know, Newcastle, or be you know West Ham. Not that they're bad things; they're just not us. And there's so much more. And I say us. I mean, I've been to Celtic Park. I've been to Old Firm. I, I've been. I've been to a cup final in Scotland. I'm, I'm actually going in, in two weeks. I'll actually be there for Astra, and I'll be over there for Killy Home. I have friends there. I have people that I consider my family there, and, and it's one of those things that I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade my time there for anything in the world, and I wouldn't trade for anything for, the, for, the, you know, for my love for that club. And it's sad because, I mean, I was born in New York like you. you know, you're up there now, but, I mean, I was born in New York as, as – most Puerto Ricans are, I guess, right? And and I'm a Yankee fan since I remember, you know, seeing Bobby Mercer as in running around center field. And that's, my, of course, my first love as far as sports go, but not my longest lasting because I look at that club now as the Yankees and they're not anything that I remember George Steinbrenner would be. And how's a fucking uh, – anyway, but after that, as far as the as far as Celtic goes, who they are, and what the club stands for and the people that support it are just something that I would never, ever give up and totally agree with as far as the way that they want their, the way that they want their community to be and what that club should support. And I'm afraid I really am. I mean, even after, I mean, I did, I, I wanted a yes vote in Scotland and personally, we never talked about it on our podcast. We don't talk about that stuff. But I but there's been so much commentary about a no vote and oh now they have to let them in and they let Celtic in and everything else. I don't want Celtic down there. I don't. And I and I'm and I'm truly afraid that money would get Dermot to say, Oh, look at my cute little new team. Oh, I have a new shiny toy. Let me go ahead and pump some money into this and see if I can get some of that big money out. And I mean it would it be great for for me as a Celtics supporter, say, oh, look at my club on TV every, you know, every weekend in the U.S.? Yeah. But would it be great for the people that I love that support team that live there? I don't think so. Yeah, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be good for them. But the problem, the, the, what I want for Celtic isn't for them to go. I want Celtic to be bigger in the United States. Because I, one of the things I'm kind of sick of is – I don't support. I don't buy things through the individual teams because because of having to get it shipped over here. I would love to have a Celtic superstore over here, <laughs> or a, yeah. a better a better way for the merchandise. Because let, let's be honest, I'm I'm picky with my jerseys. I've got about five of them, and it, well, it would be cool if you could go and you could target and all. Big teams could do this. I mean, it's not a one. You could target ethnic areas in the country and put like Celtic Superstore here. Um, you could put like Bayern Munich in Cleveland, something like that, where you you meet with the the community. I mean, something like putting Celtic in like 
Boston and Buffalo. Well, you don't want to put them in. You don't want to put them in Boston because those idiots up those idiots up there will Steven, think they're. Steven, the best let's not even let's let let's handle media rights first. How come? Like I was watching. I was watching. I have Time Warner Cable, and I have Nesson on my on my uh, on my Time Warner Cable. How come of all places, of all places, in Nesson, obviously through the Red Sox, but I mean in that area that is highly highly. Irish Catholic. There is a Liverpool show for Nesson. Why is you know there why? not? I, I know why, because they own the team. I get that. But why is there not that ability to take the show that we that, that, that supports the team and, and do it in an ethnic situation also? I'm not even talking about have uh, have the ability to give you know, to sell merchandise or have to rent space. I'm talking about producing a show once a week that says, here's our weekly magazine, and put it in the ethnic areas that would work. I mean, oh, come on, listen. It would be awesome. It's crazy. Awesome. I'm not even talking about selling merchandise. I'm talking about just getting a name out there. These guys, I can't believe it. Well, now, ultimately, ultimately, we're coming to a big change in media. Well, you're not going to have these big conglomerates with with having TV. I mean, you've got Time Warner Cable. You've probably got far more channels than you ever will need. I've got DirecTV. I've got 600 channels. All of them, I probably watch about 20. We're coming up to a point where, and I think this would be perfect, is where you should be able to a la carte pick things, where you should be able to put on your, flip on your channel and go, you get Celtic TV, you get Real Madrid TV, something like that. I know here in Buffalo, I can get um, um, Real Madrid TV. I can get um, Man City because of I get the Yes Network, and I get the um, I don't get the Liverpool if I go and get it. It should be fundamentally possible where you beam it over. Now there might be all legal contracts why they can't do a like a Celtic whip around in Boston or or even in Miami do a Barcelona TV whip around for that because I mean it would be perfect to do that. But here's the, here's the thing that's going to Despite that, is that okay? You're looking, you're looking for the Celtic TV feed. You can, you can get Celtic TV. Yeah, you can get it. You're not anywhere near there. So why do you need it on TV? You, you've got it on your, you've got it on your tablet or in your computer. No, I would get it on my. You know why? Because of what you said. Because not everyone can afford. Not anyone wants to buy or can afford it. And I'm just talking about as far as far as listen. They produce a show once or twice a week. Why not produce a show on a Sunday night that takes that takes you know you know 40 minutes with commercials, and then just po- and then get people to go ahead and post it? It makes absolutely zero sense. Absolutely well, well, zero freaking well, sense. Well, here's the easiest thing you you just bring Celtic TV over for a night. And who? And it doesn't, yeah, I'm with you. Because, I mean, that's what the Yes Network does with Man City TV. Man City yeah, TV is over here. I, I know. Could you imagine what would happen? Could you imagine? And listen, the kids that run around, my son my son is a, is a U14. I, I watch him play. His, his teammates wear all kinds of different jerseys, and I, and I do this on purpose. I go up to them when they're alone and go, why do you wear an Arsenal jersey? Oh man, I saw them play on TV. That's the way the way they play. It's so cool. Why do you wear a Chelsea jersey? Oh, I saw them play on TV. And then I asked them, okay, I asked you know, why do you wear you know a Club America? Why do you wear this? Why do you wear a French jersey? Why do you wear that? All different stuff. 
And it's like, oh, because I saw them on TV. And I asked my son, I go, why do you wear a Celtic jersey? And he says, well, because I have a religious connection to the club because they're an Irish Catholic club and I'm Catholic. And my dad has explained to me. Now, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying there's a connection that's going to last a lot longer than NBCSN. Well, and yeah, that, obviously, that to me is worth a million times more. Obviously, that is, but you, you, you're gonna you, you have to fight at the top level of these of these companies, the staunch sixty to seventy year olds who actually don't like soccer, who came through in the seventies and eighties with baseball blatantly out there telling people that that soccer sucks, that it's not American. Even though baseball actually isn't American, we stole that one too. You, until you get the upper crust, you get the 60-year-olds to retire, and you get our generation, and I'm younger than you by oh. enough, into <laughs> the type of I agree. type of jobs. Nothing's going to I agree. Nothing's going to happen. And this is this is even in the sport too. Is that the population that actually likes the sport, that will sit and watch it, that will change it, is being held down by the old folks. I mean, my dad, who was the smartest man I've ever met, smartest man I've ever met, will not watch soccer unless it's Abby Wambach. Now, the only reason she does he does that is I grew up with Abby Wambach. So it's yeah, a she's up in, she's up in your area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I actually know, I actually know the Wambachs. Um, yeah. You told me. Yeah, I remember the conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one. But he's seventy years old. He won't watch. He won't watch it. Our generation, by all means. I mean, I will. I watch. I will watch Spain versus Slovakia on Saturday on on Thursday for the hell of it. But the sixty-year-old generation can't watch it because it's too slow and they've been too ingrained to do it. Yeah, you could easily go into each market and put. Buffalo, we're an we're an Irish we're an Irish um, city. You could do not only just a Friday night. But this is what Celtic is doing. You could do Celtic TV on normal cable and get away with it because of the because of the strong Catholicness of the, yeah, of this area. Agreed. You you could I agree. Do I agree. Easy. You could also almost do a Real Madrid one because it's also Spanish here. That's just what it is. The problem is that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen for a long time until the media gets changed. And that's part of the reason why you see a lot of the great thought on the sport in writing and in speaking. Is it at the mainstream media? Think about the people... We all listen to. I've covered every sport but hockey, and I not do. I'm not being paid for this. I'm paying for my own show. Not, not crying any big tears on that. But you think about who you actually listen to. We don't put on podcasts of great big time like NBC shows anymore. I mean, my phone is loaded up. Well, I've got NPR on it, but that's car talk. I have all these soccer podcasts on here, and none of them are of big. Media. I mean, I'm sure you listen to enough different ones outside of mine. Of course, that of, course. of the mainstream mainstream media. 
That's the problem. You know why? You know, you know why? You know why we don't, Stephen? Because because I don't give two shits what Craig Burley has to say on ESPN press pass. That's why I want to. I don't. Him. I don't. I just I, want to I, I swear to God, it may, just just punch him in the face. Maybe he'll choke on his fake teeth. My issue is this, and 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 I followed him once, and I had a Twitter, Twitter conversation with him, and then after a little bit of a probably five or six messages back, I said, you know what, you're right. I'm a troll. I'll unfollow you now. Thanks. Thanks for reinfor- reinforcing everything I ever thought about you because you're a t- fucking total whack. But my point, my point is this: only the mainstream media could make me sick of the of the EPL teams. And there could be, and, and, and ESPN has nothing going on with the with the EPL. They have nothing going on with anything except they, like they do. They show a, a Spanish game here and there. But they have nothing going on. Yet, they'll go ahead and do a, a recap of, as you know, uh, of, a, of, a, of a Champions League day, you know, match day, and they'll have one EPL team. They'll show 25 minutes of that, 15 seconds of scores, and then do the top EPL news. I don't care. Now, granted, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not the typical soccer fan in the United States, and I, and I guarantee you, I, I swear to God, I'm not. But maybe I'm not the typical, oh, let me explain, let me see what happened with Wayne Rooney. I couldn't give two shits about what happened with Manchester United. Now, do I enjoy the, watching a game just for the, to see the beautiful, uh, the beautiful game itself? Yes. But do I need to, be, do I need to have oh. these people shove this shit down my throat 24-7, 365? One of the best examples in the world. Fox, Fox Sports, do they still have the EPL? No. Do they have the SPFL? Yes. Why in the world on opening day do they tweet about, oh, these, uh, yeah, the EPL starts, kicks off in eight minutes? Who gives a shit? You own, you own the SPFL. Tweet about it. Say, hey, listen, you may not know this, but Celtics playing in eight minutes. You may not know this, but fuck, I don't care. Dundee United's playing in eight minutes. You may not know this, but the next great player that's going down to whatever league is playing in eight minutes. Promote your own fucking product. That's like Pepsi going, there's this new Coke product out there. What the hell is going on with these people? I don't know. Well, Never mind. By the way, by the way let me ask a well, question. Let me ask you one more question. Were we supposed to talk about how Celtic was playing, or this was just about in general? <laughs> oh, I, I well, I, the show is run by a guy with ADD, so it kind of goes off through the field, off right field. It's, it goes wherever my mind goes, which is really kind of sometimes interesting. So, I mean, oh, crap, and we got five, we got five minutes left, so... Obviously, you want to bring it up to where how they are playing. I didn't get to see it because I was not going to infect another computer trying to find so trying to find a Bulgarian stream of a Celtic pod Celtic show. You are hardcore. If you're looking for a Bulgarian stream of a Celtic game, whoa. That's why that, that's that's old school, bro. That's that's hardcore. No, I'm just crazy. I'm just crazy. It's completely different. Um, so what was it? It was hey, as I could tell by the media dome or the Twitter dome on Sunday, that was not a fun game. Uh, no, and you know, it. it here's the thing. I, I, I mean, I'm of the opinion that I'm kind of worried. Right now, I don't. I don't see. 
Now, I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a perfect or uh, perfect coach. I'm not a statistician. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not anything other than a, a casual fan who watches with a keen eye, and I'm concerned as a Celtic fan. But um, it's 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 one of those situations that I'm just really really I'm just really concerned, and I don't know what's going to happen. And if you if you had said to me, "Hey, listen, we got a new coach. What do you think chances are to begin the season of us winning the league?" I'd say 100 percent today. I'm afraid to I, like I'm, I'm I would say 99 percent, and that and there is no reason for that, no reason. And I, I'm I'm truly concerned, and I know, and I know, and I know, and I know, I know. If if Neil Lennon was still the manager today, and he had to deal with you know no Forrest for most of the time, getting a Samaras, Gordon's been a wash for for Forster, and you know and um, you know it, no no Lustig, no Matthews. Uh, Izzy's just finally beginning to come around. You got a couple of strikers, and and even with all that, they still created. I watched the game again uh, this morning just to you know to be prepared for tonight, and even then they still had six or eight chances of of open goals and three or four really good saves from the Hamilton goalkeeper. And and even still, the first time since 1938 they beat Celtic at home. I get that, but um, man, um, you know, we didn't take our chances, and it, and if Gidetti, you know. Uh, takes his chance from in the first few minutes from eight yards out and beats the goalkeeper, then uh, I think it's a different game in the first you know five six minutes. But uh, it didn't quite happen. So you know after that, uh, I'm 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 happy with the way things are going in in Europe right now as far as uh, Europa. But you know I I I I really don't want to lose to Hamilton again. Yeah, nobody should be losing to Hamilton. It was just when I saw that score from that, I was like, great. I do. I do actually have to get Doc on for this one because I wasn't going to be able to listen to anybody else other than that before the before the match. But it, it, how is Gennady? Because I know I've I've heard enough about him through Football Manager. But how is he on the field? He is active. Uh, he's beginning to learn his player, learn his teammates. Uh, he is. Uh, uh, he's missed two sitters so far that I think he should have buried. He's got three goals in four, four five, you know, three three goals in four or five starts, something like that, in four starts. Um, play, I, I like him. Uh, and I think the Celtics fans support him more than they would Skepovich for two reasons. One, he scored a few goals, I get that. But two, he's, a, you know, a Feyenoord boy. And you, as you know, a Swede from Feyenoord, you know, all of a sudden delusions of, of uh, Henrik Larson have come by. Uh, Come bubbling to the top. So, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I love him. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm. I'm really excited. I think we're going to know where he's, what he's thinking, and what he's going to do come January. Uh, as you know, he's on loan from City. Uh, his contract's up in May, since uh, Scotland is uh, considered a different uh, country uh, than England. We can go ahead and sign him on a pre-contract. Once the six months of his once the six once before uh, once the six months once or six months left in his contract, I think we'll know a lot more between now and the and uh, the winter and the winter uh, window to see exactly what happens then. If he signs, then uh, the, you just 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 prepare yourself for an ultimate love fest. If he doesn't sign, it's going to get ugly. I mean, they'll 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 want to love him, but if he doesn't sign, they'll know that. He scored 16, 18 goals for Celtic, and then, you know, he's going to try and parlay it into something else. He'll, you know, 
uh, trying to pull a Hooper thing on it. So uh, I just uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens, and I think that's going to be the key. If he signs, then it's good. If you're talking about other uh, city city, uh, the other guy, uh, uh, Denier, uh, if you're a city fan, relax, just take your time. The kid is all that, and then something. He is he is the real deal, and uh, he is uh, somebody that uh, hopefully will be able to get on loan one more year, so you guys can get rid of Dimitrelis. And then you'll bring in Denier, and he'll slip right next to the company. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Denier got the call to the to the uh, Belgian national team, the, the the top the top team this week. So he's actually going to be with company. And um, I'll tell you what, he's all that in a bag of chips. I love him. He's a uh, he's solid. He's guy. He's a little green. He's uh, just getting used to the uh, physical nature of uh, the SPFL and that kind of thing. But as far as his ability to be in the mix play defense, have speed, uh, not be afraid of contact. The, kid, the kid's got all the tools. And uh, when we heard he was a $10 million or $10 million pound rated player, um, yeah, I, I, would, I would, if you told me I could get him for six, I'd bite your hand off. So 10 isn't that bad, actually. Hopefully you're not that hun- hopefully you're not that hungry to bite my hand off. So we'll we'll just no, we'll, not right we'll now. But I am getting thirsty. It's time for another Negroni. So let's go ahead and uh, what else we got? Are you good? Well, no, we're good. We got three minutes left, and I can wrap this up unless if you've got anything you want to preview for for you and Polly. I know you want to spread more uh, sport, spread more things about him getting married, or anything else you want to put out there. Uh, you know, though, uh, the one thing is a couple of things I put out there. I know uh, Paul Larkin has his has his book of the Asterix years that uh, that if you're on Amazon, go check that out. If you're looking at um, uh, if you if you want to know more, there's actually he has a documentary movie made uh, that will be coming out in November, and then it'll be in the U.S. If you're a U.S. Uh, uh, listener, then it'll be U.S. And I know in uh, the la- the first week of February, last week in January, in Philadelphia at the Plow and Stars, which is when we'll have a East Coast get together uh, for East Coast Celtics supporters, which will be an absolute blast there last year. Um, Paul and I do our you know Smell the Globe podcast. It's a comment uh, that was made. Got uh, back in uh, the UEFA days when they had their run. Uh, no one knows what it actually means, but we actually used it from there because when they got their trophy for the SPFL win that year, they heard SPFL uh, win the year after. They, they just smelled the glove. Um, no, 2000. I'm sorry. Listen to me. That's wrong. Smell the glove when they when they broke the uh, the 2000 when they broke the nine in a row. They wore smell the glove. Um, who knows what it means? I couldn't tell you. Uh, I've read a bunch of different things. I know Smuggle Glove comes from uh, what's that? Uh, 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 this is uh, what was that stupid uh, parody movie? Um, anyway, never mind. Uh, yeah. After that, it's on it's on Hell Hell Media. Smuggle Glove podcast under uh, just go to Spreaker dot com and look up Hell Hell Media and then put it in Smuggle Glove. Uh, it's we literally try to make it a lot more fun. Uh, than just uh, talking about uh, rehashing and reliving Celtic wins or losses. It's, it's, we have a couple of cool things that we like talking about. Obviously, Paul getting married is one of them. Uh, I'm only kidding. He's not getting married. But it's it's fun to go and give him grief. Um, after that, you know, just uh, just stuff that we just stuff that we love talking about and, you know, guess on everything else. So it's stuff that we do. All right, cool. Well, this has been um, the Elkhart Podcast. With my sponsor, the um, 
Global Scarves. That is, doc, that is the doc. He, as he said, he's on the smell, smell the Gloves, and we will talk to you next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 